Good evening. Um, I'm going to open us up in a word of prayer. My name is Eric. For anybody who I have not met, I am one of the pastors here and the husband of Marcy, who is on the servant team here. And it's a joy to see you all out. And so happy to see all of the returning faces. Happy to see I see some new faces out there. Welcome. And I hope that tonight's informative and that it's helpful. And as the pastors of the church, um, I see three of us here. We're eager to serve you in any way that we can, so let us know how we could be of service. So would you uh, bow your hearts in prayer with me as we lift this time up to the Lord? God, we thank you for another school year that's upon us. <clears throat> Lord, we thank you for a group of people who see education as discipleship, Lord. Lord, what a joy it is to be able to see uh, that mandate in training up children in the way that they should go, Lord, and to be able to use processes like this, to be able to use um, the co-op, to be able to use the collective wisdom of the priesthood of all believers, the saints who are here in this room, Lord. <clears throat> we thank you that you put all these things at our disposal, I pray for this year, Lord, that you would uh, use this to uh, bring our students closer to you. We know that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Lord, so we pray that we would put you center of everything that we do, say, believe, and teach. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome. Thank you all for coming out tonight. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedules to be here with us. We hope that, as Eric said, tonight is informative and shed some light on some things that we've been preparing for you for this year. Um, our intentions tonight are to go through hopefully what you've probably already read in the handbook, um, but with much more detail and some clarification of things. Um, we just want to make sure that we're all ready to start on Tuesday because we have a great group of families this year. So. All right, awesome. So I'm going to start by introducing our team up here. Um, we have a, an acronym that some of you have probably seen in your emails and stuff. It just makes it easier for us. We're going to go with the French pronunciation of jamais, to be fancy. Um, is it not working? The clicker is not working. If you could proceed to the next one, maybe. Slide two. Anyway. Um, we have, there we go, yay. Um, our, we've tried to kind of define our roles this year. Most of you started this with us last year where we were just kind of like, we thrust ourselves into this idea of having a co-op in August and things came together really quickly. Um, you, you showed us a lot of grace and we learned together. And this year, one of the things we're trying to do is just define our roles a little bit to give, you know, just work where, where we're, our giftedness is. Um, Jess is our administrative. This is Jess, you could wave when I say your name. Anna is our floor manager. She holds everything together on Tuesdays, so if you're having any struggles with where you should be, where your classroom is, she's the woman. If you're going to be absent, she's the woman too. We'll talk more about that later though. <laughs> Marcy is our liaison to our um, pastors and elders, and 
I'm going to be coordinating some social events. So if you have an idea for a field trip or something that we could do, definitely see me. I'd love to have your ideas. And we'll try to also do some of those fun um, theme days throughout the year that the kids love so much. And communications is Tara. If you're getting an email, it's probably from her. So, <laughs> And she posts on our Facebook page, too. So that is all of us. Slide. Sorry. All right. So copies of this slideshow are going to be sent out to all of you tonight or tomorrow morning. So you will have everything that you're seeing up on this slideshow in your, at your fingertips. Uh, so you'll be able to see this over and over as much as you need to access it. This is a copy of our dates for this year. Yep, we're starting on Tuesday. We have two days off. Sorry. I'll stop looking behind me. Um, if you need a printed copy of this slideshow because you are not good with technology, let us know. We'd be happy to print a copy of it for you. But our goal for this year is to take a few breaks during the years to not wear people out. We have some free dates in 2019 in case snow or bad weather arises. Um, we do not plan to go past May 14th. So for those of you that like to plan your family vacations around co-op, you're safe after May 14th. We promise we won't go any longer than that. Um, I think snow days was really the only thing that we were concerned about for making it up. Yep. Okay, next slide is our daily schedule. And you'll see there um, just the times of everything. And like Jess said, you can access this if you need to. We'll also have, you know, um, the schedules hanging up for you, especially at the beginning, so everybody can remember. Um, we're estimating here for the cleanup and setup time. Um, you'll be on a rotation for that, so you won't be needing to be here every week for the cleanups. But um, we, we will also be ringing a bell between the periods, so that's really clear to everybody. Um, we're not, you know, dismissing at different times. When that bell rings, that's going to be the dismissal time. Um, and our chapel this year is going to be run by Eric. Bergstrom, he's in the back if you want to wave. Eric is our youth pastor. He did a phenomenal job um, in our last semester um, last year, just really engaging the kids. It's, it's challenging to engage all the different ages, but we're so grateful to Eric, and he did a really phenomenal job uh, with a time of worship and a, and a message for the kids as well. Okay, so for our next slide, we're going to start to go over the expectations that we have of the families. Again, most of this was in the handbook. Um, but we'll, I'll read through them and then pause to further describe some of them. So we want to let you all know up front that the family's fee and class fees that you all paid for are not going to be refunded after November 1st. We're, we're already starting to um, allot the money towards certain things. And so November 1st is our cutoff date. All families must participate on a cleaning team. And number three is a big one. Families must supervise their own children while they're not in class. So that is your job. I mean, it seems obvious. We all know that. Our children are our responsibility. But we just want to make sure that we're, you know, letting you know that your kids are your responsibility during chapel, during lunch, during setup, during cleanup. And um, we have a lot of kids that like to play outside. That's fantastic. I think that's great. Um, it would be great if we could have an adult or two out there with them just to make sure that every, everyone's okay. Um, especially during lunchtime. I think that's the big one. All families eating lunch with us will participate in the cleanup. Uh, this is a big one, too. Families will notify Anna as soon as they can about their absence. Uh, if you don't have her phone number, she will contact you this weekend. This weekend. Yeah. Don't try to contact her. She's got 
a weird phone. Yes, she's got a weird phone, doesn't really have a phone number, so let her contact you. And then keep it in your phone so that you know how to get back to her if you're going to be absent. Uh, parents must remain on the premises while their children are present. And we are, I don't know if we did this last year, but we've kind of solidified that three, three times. If you have a real, you know, a sick youngster, a toddler, but you want to be able to send your older children, we're, we're okay with that. We're just trying to keep it to a limit so that it doesn't get taken advantage of. Um, and I think we had set an age, third grade. I think we had said your kids have to be third grade and up to come without with, a, with another adult with another adult in charge when the parents not here. So you know, you're set, feel free to send your older kids, but we'd prefer not the younger kids because they're a little bit harder to keep track of. Okay. That's it. Okay. So expectations of teachers and families. Um, Next one, baby. Yeah. Okay. No. Expectations of teachers. So I thought. So I thought I was doing. Okay. So, um, timeliness. So, if um, you know that you're teaching first hour, if you could be here a little bit beforehand to make sure your class is set up. Um, if you know that you're um, going to need a little bit of extra setup that day, if you could just put that into your mind as you're um, planning out your day, just so that the next class coming in isn't, you know, um, it's not chaos as we're trying to switch classes, and then also um, please, please, please do not let kids go before the bell rings. Um, kids like to look at the clock, and as they get older, they get smarter, and so they say, oh, it's time to go, and so they run out to the hallway, and then, you know, the Pied Piper, everybody wants to follow them. <laughs> so please make sure that you're keeping, I know, at the end, the classroom is stuffy, everybody wants to get out, but please try to keep them in until you hear that bell. Um, uh, helper, oh, just kidding. <laughs> Helpers will become substitutes in your absence. Discuss ideas or plans with them. This is important. So, I mean, it's co-op, right? So, but just make sure your helper at least has a guideline to go by because sometimes helpers aren't 100% paying attention to what it is that you're teaching in your class. So if you just hand off a class to them, they could be completely lost. So if you could just give bullet points. Hey, here are some ideas that I had for the class. If you could just kind of guide the kids and then show a video, just so that something in that class gets covered. So it's not a completely wasted day for the kids in that class. Um, okay. Oh, I got it, I already covered I got it to work. Okay, thank you. Cool. Okay, um, sorry, doing your job. All right, expectations of our students. All right, this is, this is a hard one because they're kids, right? We, we know they're kids, but we're gonna ask that you share this with your kids and then we'll hope that everybody you know, does what they're supposed to do. But all of our students will treat Redeemer Fellowship with respect by not running in the hallways, using available rooms only, cleaning up after themselves, and eating in designated areas. So this year is going to look a lot like last year. Our lunch area is going, we're going to have tables set up over here. The chairs will not be here. Um, I think we said, sorry, six tables. There will be tables in the foyer, but classrooms are off limits during lunch. The outside is also available for kids to eat when it's nice outside. We're not gonna have people eating in the rows, and that's a hard one to keep the kids out of this area. We're also not gonna have kids eating on this side because it's a lot to clean up after lunch, and classes start in both areas right away. So just this one side. Um, I think we also have tarps on the floor just to make for easier cleanup also. Um, 
Okay, so that's that. Speakers and the music stage are off limits to students at all times. Unfortunately, we had some issues last year, and we didn't even really know this, I think, until the end of the year. But these, these speakers, the white ones in the corners, were a little bit damaged. Um, we, felt, we felt really bad about that. So we just want, we want to be on top, a little bit more on top of it this year, a lot more on top of it this year, not letting the kids touch those boxes in the corner especially, and keeping kids off the stage. Obviously, this is expensive equipment. It's not ours, we didn't pay for it. So it's really easy for a kid just to run up and run across and trip and fall or take some things with them. So, um, and we're asking you to help us. If you see kids up there, just encourage them not to. Boxes. I know the kids played on them last year. They, had, they were making setups for their stuff. We have to just keep them away, sorry, away from the boxes. <laughs> and the last one, I mean, this is, a, it seems obvious because we have a young group, so the chances of a second grader coming in with a cell phone is slim. But for the few high schoolers that we do have, we're just trying to limit the electronics in the room. And moms, I mean, I've pulled out a cell phone during class many times. We're just asking that you keep it limited for the teacher's sake, that, that your first responsibility be to being available for the teacher and just being engaged as much as you can in the class. All right. Uh, Pastor Eric's going to come up and help go through this next slide for us. We're instituting some new policies that he will explain. Yeah. Wanted to explain a little bit about safety procedures with you guys. Um, this is a work in progress. You know, we're in year two of this, and um, as you uh, learn more, you're able to. Uh, hopefully get wiser as you go along and we want this environment to be the safest environment possible as I'm talking about safety procedures it's one of those things kind of like insurance uh, you take comfort in having it but you hope that you never have to use it um, but you hope that if you do ever have to use it that there is something that is solid that's workable um, in place and um, we have, uh, I've done a lot of research in trying to come up with just good safety um, and reporting procedures in case, God forbid, there ever was any sort of an issue. Um, all of this is a work in progress. Um, your kids' safety, um, our collective integrity, they're of the utmost importance. You know, we, uh, we live in a day and age where Unfortunately, you just hear too many sad stories. And if we can mitigate that and also be able to just maintain the integrity of the body of Christ, it helps our witness as a church. It helps the purity of the witness of the gospel. So we want to take that very seriously. I, I have a friend of mine, if you've ever heard of the ministry, Young Life. He was the interim president of Young Life. And they deal with thousands of students in hundreds of different countries around the world. So I called him and asked him, what is it that uh, you guys use? What are your safety guidelines? And um, basically, I just took their booklet and I distilled it down to just a couple of bullet points. So the bullet points came from things that um, we adopted from them. And uh, also, in case you don't, you're not familiar with this church, it was two churches that came together about two and a half years ago. So we're constantly trying to update and upgrade our safety procedures 
for our students. So this actually gives an opportunity. We get to learn as we're trying to implement good safety etiquette for the classrooms. So I'm gonna give you a couple of the points here. They are projected up behind me. Um, no adults in a room uh, with students alone. We pair adults and students, uh, we pair adults up with other helpers so that there can constantly be um, an extra set of eyes in there. That's just, uh, it's just safe and wise for several reasons. Um, there must be at least two adults in a room for a class. So if your helper is ever not there, who is it that would be informed if the helper is not there? Please inform Anna if you are missing your helper and um, we'll see what we could do about that on that day. We do realize that emergencies do happen, um, but we would, um, that's something that we wanna be on top of. Classroom doors cannot be closed until the helper arrives. Uh, we just, we don't want to have closed doors and students in there. We're trying to, um, we're not a public school, um, but we're not less than a public school. And uh, that's sort of the way that we've developed our financial policies here. Like we're not a business, but we're dealing with the Lord's money. So we're, we're not less than a business either. We wanna have, um, higher integrity standards than you would see in the world. So the same thing in protecting the safety and integrity of our students. Um, be mindful of the initiation of any physical contact with students. Um, just uh, be careful with things like hugs, you know, arms around. Just keep everything public um, and it keeps everybody safe. Uh, should a situation ever arise that ever made anybody feel uncomfortable, please speak first to the adult that you're concerned about. Um, gentle reminders of policies are best. That's why you put the policies in place. Um, that's what they're there for. Uh, please approach leadership if there's any problem that persisted. And um, children they need to feel safe here. Um, their safety is of utmost importance and you as parents need to feel safe in sending them here. So if anybody would like to see the document that I pulled these from, um, I actually have Young Life's documents sitting on the back table back there. It's a neat little booklet. And even if you weren't interested in it for this context, if you do youth ministry or children's ministry in your own churches, they just do a really bang up job. It's a worldwide ministry and their, uh, the success of their ministry is kind of predicated on the ability to keep their students safe. So uh, I found it really edifying actually as I looked through that. And before I hand that over, I would actually like to just um, be praying for a safe year for our students. So uh, if you would just uh, bow your hearts with me in prayer for that. Um, God, I just uh, pray that this year you would protect our little ones, Lord. I, I pray that you would um, protect our integrity, Lord, that you would protect, um, protect them from all the little bumps and bruises that can happen, Lord. Um, God, just uh, have your watch care 
over each of us and over our teachers. And let this be an environment where we can really just rejoice that we feel um, just a, a, a safety and a joy as we bring our children into this place. And we ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have any questions about that, you can follow up with me about that. Oh, I see a question. Uh, anybody else? You're going to be getting to that question? All right. Then I will hand it back over to you. Okay. So this year we have some pretty serious allergies among our students. So we are really taking it. We're not taking any chances with the kids this year. Um, this is a peanut-free facility. We have contact allergies. So we're not even, we don't even want to introduce peanuts. So peanuts can be consumed outside. All peanut, why are you looking at me? Okay, all anything with peanut ingredients has to be in your car or outside. Nothing can be brought inside. There are um, snacks allowed in the nursery, but not any kind of peanut-based snacks. Everything, we are trying to keep everything absolutely clean, all surfaces clean of any um, peanut or dairy or gluten. Not everything dairy and gluten, just the peanuts. <laughs> Okay, so um, now the teachers will have a list, but because we don't want to put everybody on blast, like what your medical issues are, the teachers will be notified of the students' allergies, and they will be in contact with the parents if they bring in a snack for their lesson or for their children that um, week. They'll be in contact with you to either provide a... Um, Aller, uh, allergy free snack or they'll offer to provide the allergy free snack you can work that out between yourselves um, but they will not be listed on the um, walls this year last year we had a, a running list in each classroom we're not going to do that this year um, and then also if your child has any special needs that you have either not made us aware of or you don't want um, it to be a, a known thing Please discuss it with your teacher, your child's teacher, though, because your, te your child's teacher does need to be aware of that to be able to be as effective as possible during classroom time. And um, just as a, a way of having compassion and being able to just work with your child, um, please be in contact with your teacher about that, your child's teacher about that. So we're asking that you not pack any peanuts in lunches. So let's say you ate something with peanuts on the way over, or after co-op is over, you're having a peanut snack that you have in your car or whatever. Yes, please wash your hands before entering the building. Um, make sure that you're not leaving any kind of trace of peanuts on any surface. Yeah, it really is best to, to not even pack anything. Yeah, just not do anything. Um, okay, for our safety, um, in the event of a fire, um, we have escape doors in the back. They all have exit signs. So later after this, if you get a chance to walk through the building, just try to be aware, especially if you're teaching, what the closest door 
is, what the closest exit is to your classroom so you can lead your students out. I know it's hard when we're, we don't even want to think about something like this happening, but it's really important to think it through. And if you have, you know, if you're teaching, please get those students out. And that's a situation where we're all going to have to trust each other. Because your mama's heart is like, where's my kid? But we have to trust each other to take our classes straight out. Don't go looking for anybody. Go out. We're planning to all meet on the, in that side, um, grassy area, as far back as possible. If it's not safe, we'll move to the parking lot. But we'd like to, you know, we think that should be the safest area. It's far away from the building where we can all meet together and, and get a count. We do hope to have a fire drill this year. Um, just think it would be a great idea for safety. Um, so I'm kind of working on that as something. Yeah, it could be fun. Um, yeah, I think I covered all of that. So. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yep. There will be. One of the five of us will always be there. Yep. Good question. <laughs> Any other questions about that? Okay. All right. This is really easy. Inclement weather. Bad weather, we will notify you one of two ways. Actually, both ways. We will put it on Facebook, and we will send you an email. It will be done by 10 a.m. We start at 12.15, so we don't want to make a jump too early. We don't want to make a jump too late. Um, we had some instances last year where, or it was one where we called it off and it was a bust. We should have had it. And then there was one that we didn't call and people were driving home. Michelle, it took you what, like an hour and a half to get, you know, 15 miles from here. So use your best judgment. We're not going to fault anybody if, if we decide to stay on, but you know that you can't come. That's fine. Um, yeah, we're, we're only going to promise that if more than one week is canceled, that will we'll add on. If one week gets canceled, we're, you know, we'll just see how the schedule goes, but we're not going to be diehards about it. So, any questions? All right. So, our special tables this year. We had both last year, and they were a huge hit, and I've seen people asking about it on Facebook. So, this is awesome. Our first one is the free table. When you go out this door and go straight across to the other set of double doors back towards the classrooms, there's going to be a table that will be left up there all year long. Um, but the important thing about that is that you bring your stuff each week and then take your stuff each week. We do not have room to store everybody's free stuff, and it can't be left out there for the church the whole week long. So anything you bring, it's wonderful. If it gets taken, praise the Lord. If not, take it with you. Um, snack table. That's going to be open only during the lunch hour. We'll shut it down during chapel. Um, we have three moms, I believe, that are overseeing that for us which is great. We're really excited and thankful for that. Um, if you're walking through Costco or ShopRite and you see something on sale and you want to donate it to the snack table, we would, of course, take that, but no peanuts. So we're back, back to no peanuts again, right? I think that was, that was it for that. Okay, so you're going to look at this and be like, oh my, there's no way I'm going to remember what team I'm on. Oh. <laughs> okay, now you're, oh wait, you have a question. So we haven't decided that yet. I was brainstorming earlier. We have to come up with something. Maybe a big pizza day or something. Yeah, this year, last year it went towards the, um, the special days. Yes, right. that's right. We did put it towards special days last year. We'll come up with something fun. Some of it went towards the vacuums. Otherwise, there's not pizza, right? You guys have if someone wants to organize a mass pizza order, go for it. But we have a hard time finding pizza right around here, right? We've had, we've had a hard time. I can never find pizza around here, so <laughs> you can find pizza around here. Good luck. Can I ask a question? What's the pizza store? No. Oh. <laughs> 
for fun. What? It's pizza. So she asked what the money was going towards. And we honestly, so last year we didn't have a family fee. And so we set up the snack table as a way to bring in a little bit of income. We were trying to save up for, for vacuums and toilet paper and paper towels and all these wonderful things. This year we have a family fee, so it is a very valid question. Um, but we don't have a plan yet. So, but we'll think of something. We have had special days, or we had a few special days last year. We'll find something. And the snack table does not make much money at all. So last year, we actually didn't make any money on the snack table, correct? Or maybe $10 or something. But the kids so, love it. <laughs> but we decided the kids love it. They love it. They love to bring their money. They love to bring their coins and get something special. So we're going to do it, but we might be able to get, you know, balloons. Balloons. For, I don't, it's, it's not a money maker, we discovered. Or send it to a missionary, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So here's the one where you might freak out, that you're not going to remember. Remember, we are sending this to you. You will have this at your fingertips tomorrow. You are on a cleaning team. You are set up or clean up. You have a cleaning team leader that is in charge of your week. We come for both set up and clean up. Um, isn't the rainbow pretty? Yeah, team four. <laughs> Woohoo! Team five. Team five got lucky. They're, they have one less week than the rest of us. So if you're on team five, we're going to hit you up for something. I don't know what yet, but something. Um, so what was I going to say here? Oh, we will let you know each week. We send out a weekly email. Tara does. It's called our weekly wrap-up. And in that weekly wrap-up, we will bring up whose cleaning team is coming so that you have that gentle reminder that it's your week. Show up on time or stay late. Uh, the other thing we wanted to mention is that if we are off due to bad weather, we're not changing the schedule. We tried that last year where we shifted teams back and everybody got confused. We got confused. It didn't work. So just pray that it's closed on your week and not somebody else's <laughs> week. It's the best way to go about it, right? All right. You got it. All right. I'm just going to talk a little bit about set up. Um, if you are on that setup team, again, we, you will get a reminder, but we just really ask you to please try to be on time. Um, we really just allot a short amount of time to get the room set up. There are less people, you'll notice, there's only like two or three on a setup team because there's not as much work to do. Um, there's less of us to do it. Um, one of the really important safety issues during setup is our cones. We do close off this main entrance that um, off of North Bay Ave with cones because the kids are going out there at lunchtime. They're going out to play. We, we don't want cars driving along that area. So please be aware that you can enter on Whitty Road. You can come in over there um, and try to remember not to pull in there. And if you're on setup, please get those cones right away. We've, seen, we've had people drive right through the cones, so. <laughs> um, and children are welcome to bring, and we know we've had kids bringing skates or skateboards and, and things to do when they have lunchtime, so we want to create a safe parking lot for them to do that in, okay? And for cleanup, okay, uh, the most important thing about cleanup is not to leave until you've checked in with your team leader. So we had, the, this is going to be done more by zones where you have a zone that you will work on, but... Um, like your zone may be great, but 
glitter might have exploded in pre-K and they're in there for an hour and a half. So don't leave until you've checked in with your team leader and make sure that we, so that everybody can leave at the same time and there's not somebody staying for 45 minutes while another person got to leave after five. That's not really fair. So that's the big thing. And then we wanted to show off to you our new vacuums. <laughs> Round of applause for the new vacuum. For those of you that were here last year and helped us clean, you should be very, very excited. These things are awesome. Um, yes, I know, we have a video. Maybe we'll post it on Facebook. Explaining, explaining how they work. Uh, yes, so the big thing is, if it's not sucking up dirt, Ellie's going to pull, push the red button. If you have a Dyson, you know what, what's going on here, but you pull that out, you walk carefully over to a trash can, over a trash can, and you push that red button again, and it drops all the trash right out, and then you put it back. There is garbage, otherwise she would demonstrate. Yes, thank you. Well, we'd have to plug it in. They're fantastic. We threw out all the other ones, so you don't have to worry about getting one that does not work. Yes. We are asking, we are asking that you use discretion when you let children use them. Please. They were not cheap. Older. Okay. Well, you know, some of you have like the most mature 10 year old ever. So we're not going to set an age, but please, please, please. We love these things. We're like really, this is like, we're excited. We are so proud of these vacuums. We've named them Mike and Ike. Yep. Dyson. Mike, Mike Dyson. Mike and Ike Dyson. Oh, you missed that. Oh, okay. So, cleaning materials, woohoo! In our janitor's closet, which is right next to our storage closet, and they're both across from the Anderson room, which is our biggest classroom, um, you will find all of the cleaning materials that you will need for cleanup. If you find that the door is locked, all five of us, depending on how well our brains were working that morning, should have a key. Anna will always have a key. <laughs> <laughs> and we will try, we will try. Anyone who's on setup or cleanup will have a key. So if you need anything, um, let's say there's a spill in the middle of your classroom and the door is locked, find Anna. Um, or if, if you need to go in there and it's unlocked, feel free to help yourself to paper towels and whatever it is that you need to. We will also have materials in the classrooms, Clorox wipes and things that, like that so that for, to make for easy cleanup because that does happen often, especially in the little rooms. Okay, so next we are gonna go over the nursery and pre-K, which there was a question that came up about this earlier. Uh, snacks are gonna be allowed in, in these rooms. Obviously, nursery kids are gonna have snacks far more often than the other kids. Pre-K is just gonna have it during third hour. That class is called snack and play, so that's when they'll have their snack. Uh, the three and four year olds typically we found last year did not need to have things labeled because they know their backpack, they know their, their sippy cup, but uh, nursery, the stuff has to be labeled. You if you have a nursery student, it has to be labeled. Um, diapers, so our policy here is typically that we don't change the infant's diaper, but what we're gonna do is on the very first week, if you have a child that's in the nursery, we're gonna give you a little slip of paper that you'll fill out and on there it will say, do you give them permission to change your child's diaper? Okay? You might be teaching right. a class. That's why we Right. So like Kate, if you're teaching Spanish and you want to give the people in there permission to change your child's diaper, sign yes. 
and we'll ask for your signature. It's just kind of a liability thing. We want to make sure that that's uh, covered. As far as pre-K, we are saying that they need to be potty trained. They need to be able to go to the bathroom by themselves so that when it's time to take you know, that trip to the bathroom where we all walk on that rope and hold on to that circle, they go into the bathroom, they can go by themselves. Um, should they need assistance, we'll come and get them on. Is that, does that answer the questions about nursery and pre-K? Go for it. So our main bathroom is right off of this foyer here, and it has individual stalls that the children can go into. There is a bathroom in the nursery that if we happen to have a potty trained two-year-old that they want to go in, um, you know, the door can stay open, I guess, for that, or the parent, you know, just kind of close it. But no, it shouldn't be an adult in a bathroom or in a stall. I would not say that we've talked about that. I know that last year, Ellie and I taught a pre-K pre class together, and if we were both in the bathroom, we were fine. I think, um, for the most part, I tend I to be the one who just stands at the door and opens it, and I just keep it open until I have my line back and ready, and maybe that's a better policy, is just to stand there with the door open. Um, we didn't really set an age of who can go to the bathroom by themselves. That seems silly, but... Use your, use your discretion. Are there any other questions on that? It's such a weird topic. <laughs> it's, it's a good question. question. No, it's a good question. Well, I meant weird for me. I'm sorry. It's not weird for you. Awkward is what she meant. She meant to say she feels awkward discussing it. It's not a weird question. <laughs> but I think that is... It's really wise. It's a great system. I've seen that in other places as well. If you're bringing... You should never bring one child to the bathroom, but if you're bringing multiple children to the bathroom, you should wait at the door. Keep the door open. It is, you know, very public there as well, so people are going to see you're there. You're, you, you know, our safety policies, as we talked about this with Eric as well, we want to protect you as teachers and as parents here too. Um, it's really about protecting everyone, and uh, that is that's a really wise stance, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're, if you're one adult alone, you should stay at the door and do your best to, to call in. If there's more than one of you, certainly, one could be at the door, one could go inside and help them at the sink, um, but which is exactly what we did. We had, Jess and I had the pre-K, we had to both go in because they're so little, they can't reach the sink. Um, so if there's two or more adults, um, I think it's safe to go ahead in. But yeah, good question. Is this my? Okay. Um, we also, uh, we had a little Facebook, some of you who are on Facebook may have seen the post. We did a big clean out of our storage closet and found some excellent resources for all of you. So um, they will be in the closet as you walk around uh, after this, which we only have like two more slides. We're almost done. Um, we'd love for you to take a look at what's there. There's some great crafting projects as well as paper. And um, 
I missed the first thing up there. If you did have a supply fee for your class, you may turn in the receipts to us and we'll be happy to reimburse you for that. And um, if you need space in the closet, I know there are certain classes where you're gonna have a bin of supplies or your students are gonna need space. We have plenty of space in there, so please see Anna. We could designate an area, you know, for this science, for the STEM class, you're definitely gonna need it. Um, you know, whatever, whatever you need, we'd love to try to help accommodate that so you're not lugging things back and forth as much as possible. Um, and the copy machine is available in the office. We just ask that you, um, See one of us um, to get your copies made, and please black ink. Our color ink is so crazy expensive, so we're happy to, to do the black copies, but um, not color. We just thought of a really good resource that we have for teachers this year. We forgot to resource? talk about this. It is. Oh, it's a resource. Okay. Coffee. We are going to have coffee this year. We're going to keep it in the foyer. We will make sure that it's kept up throughout the time that you all are here in the afternoon. Oh, we'll use all $10 from the snack stand last year to purchase, to purchase the coffee. So we have two refrigerators in the kitchen. I would not, I wouldn't bring a lot. I mean, we, the, the church itself keeps them pretty stocked for things like youth events and there might be small slivers of space that you could put your stuff in. If you're having lunch here and you get here for first hour, it's really only one hour between. We have two, there are, yeah. Yeah, two microwaves, one in the kitchen and one in the Anderson room. Oh, oh that's true. Yeah. But don't eat in the Anderson room. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, gonna, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, we're probably going to do it. I know. Should we take a vote? No. Oh. All right, how many of you vote for Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can get the bags from Costco. Oh no, we're gonna get, we're gonna get copies from Costco, just kidding. We're gonna get, we're gonna get from Costco. I'm, I'm telling you the Costco brands. Kirkland, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna get you all cups from We're not gonna get cups. No folders. Okay, the question was, are we gonna have Peace? Oh. Peace? No, you can't put that We'll put out a uh, chock full of nuts. Anyway, there will be coffee, you all. Next. All right, so this, remember, you will have this at your fingertips tomorrow, so you don't have to memorize your locations right now. It's a little blurry, but this is where you are going to be for each hour. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, it's a little blurry. Um, you will have this at your fingertips. If for some reason there is an issue, if you can't, you feel like it's not the right class for you, it's, what did we say on our... Hand out if it's going to sin, to cause you to sin, cry, or leave our co-op, let us know, and we will move you out of there immediately. We would not want to put anyone in a terrible spot. Um, okay, so that will be available to you. And this is our last slide. We have utilized literally every inch of this building this year. Some of you teachers are going to be in closets. Some of you are in pastor, pastor's offices. We are, seriously, we are using every inch of space and we're excited about that. Um, but because of that, space is limited. Space is limited for your stuff. And so we're asking you to just choose carefully what you need to bring on a weekly basis, what you even need to bring in the building. 
because we just don't have, we don't have lockers, we don't have cubby holes, we don't have a lot of those we things. We have a jacket rack. Yeah. I don't even know where it, it is. Okay, so we're going to use the same guidelines as last year where along this back wall right behind you and kind of along this wall here can be good spots for storage, also along the front here and along the front over there. Um, you can use the hallways, but just be very careful. Um, we don't want to, those are our exit routes for fire safety, so don't jam up a hallway. They're outside of pre-K and room three. So outside of room three and room four, there are hooks for the kids that they could hang their backpacks on. We would encourage you to maybe have your kid have a backpack that they can carry around the whole afternoon, so it's not like we have to set it here. Um, but yes, space is limited. So as we wrap things up, oh, I'm sorry. Strollers. We can park those outside between the nursery and the nursing moms. There, there should be room in there too, though, if you need to store store it in the nursing mom's room. Or even across from the free table, there's a. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna find spots we didn't even know we had. storing stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Just not by the speaker. Not just, by the speaker. Can I just say, just try to be really aware and talk to your kids about it because there is, there's a class on this side every hour. There's a class on this side every hour. You know, we need, they need to keep the stuff against the wall. We don't want it to be encroaching out into the gym class, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yep. So that's a good spot to put them on, on the chairs. Yeah, she was saying there are going to be stacks of chairs on each side. So um, that's a good place to put things on top of the chairs, definitely, or under them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we can assign chair stacks to each family. Because, yeah. <laughs> because we have chapel here. Uh, right after lunch, we are asking that your children do not put, we're not using these chairs as storage. Last year, people would just kind of like take over a row, and then we would come to chapel, and there wouldn't be room for anybody to sit. So these chairs are not for storage unless you want to go under a chair. That, that might work, but let's see if you can find another spot. So before we wrap up, are there any questions, anything that we did not cover that you're really curious about, worried about, concerned about, excited about, scared about? Christy. So as you leave here, as we wrap up, we're going to encourage you all to walk around the building um, on the classroom door. So I'll just explain a few of these. When we, see, when we say sanctuary right, it's to your right. When we say sanctuary left, it's right here. The kitchen is obviously right behind you, back where our cooking teacher is. Everybody wave at Mario cooking teacher, yep. Room one and room two are in the very back hallway. The Anderson room is in the middle hallway. Room three, four, nursing mom's room and nursery are in the front hallway. Pastor's offices, you're gonna have to look at your class, your actual class to figure out which pastor's office it's in. But they're in the back hallway by room one and two. We have the signs out right now, so you can mm -hmm. tour yeah. and kind of look. 
And then this right here is our backstage or behind stage room. Um, so yeah, we really used every ounce of space. So we're, we want to encourage you to walk around, look for your children's rooms because we are leaving it up to you to tell your children where to go. You'll have access to the slideshow so that you can really look at it, study it, tell your kids where to go. Write it down on a note card yep. for the first day. Whatever you want to do. And we will have copies of this hanging up around the building on Tuesday. We will have copies on us, we will have it hanging up, so if they need to know where to go, you can help direct a child. Study hall all three hours? Yes, there's study hall all three hours. She moved, yes, there is, no, yes. But it's right, study hall is right here in the foyer. Okay, awesome question. Pre-K stays in the same room the whole day. Nursery stays in the whole day. I would definitely recommend if you have a kindergartner, first grader, that you do that, especially for the first few weeks. They're gonna be like, oh, and everybody's going in another direction, so um, we definitely wanna help them get acclimated by having parents, you know, waiting to, we're not going to dismiss them until a parent comes to help them. But once they get in their routine, even they're going to know where they're going next, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that again, because I think that really helped to ease the traffic issue in the hallway. So the teacher of first hour will talk to that person about it. I'm not sure who it is off the top of my head, but, but anyway, yeah, we'll make sure that happens. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That is totally, yeah, if you're wanting to do that, please. You know, we have a really, a lot of space, and some of the classes are really designed for that even, so definitely. Hope. After, after it rains, that area over there does get, like, swampy, almost muddy, nasty, so just be sure to test it before you take your class out there. We will email that before Tuesday. So five, yeah, there's, there were 10 students total, five are doing one, one and then the other, and then vice versa. Mm -hmm. We'll have your list. Yep. Any other questions? So the last thing that we'd like to ask is if teachers can please check your room. We have set up all the classrooms so that they will look exactly like what it will be on Tuesday. So we're asking that you look at it, make sure it has everything in it that you need, if you have any other requests or the setup's just not going to work for you or it's too big, you know, let us know. Just let us know as soon as possible so that we can accommodate you by, by Tuesday. Any other questions? Okay. Well, thank you all for coming. We're going to close in prayer and then, oh, and get snacks because we've made snacks for you. So please eat. Snickerdoodles. All right, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, um, this is just such a joy. It's so wonderful to see how you can put things together, things that we never could have imagined, Lord. And um, 
we're just excited. We're excited about the opportunity to come together um, and to honor you as we teach our children this year, Father. And we're so thankful for the teachers we have here who don't even have students in the co-op. We're just so grateful for their willingness to come and teach. And uh, we're so grateful for each family, each mom and dad who is willing to participate, for our pastors who have been such an incredible support to us, Lord. Uh, we couldn't do any of this on our own, Lord. Uh, it's in your strength that, we, um, that we're going forward this year, all of us together. And um, we're just excited to see what you're going to do in this place this year, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Let's go to